You're listening to Fantasy Nightcap, a Fantasy Football Astronauts production, with your hosts, Fox and Shane. Welcome to the Fantasy Nightcap. Take a seat at the bar, grab a drink, and kick back. I'm your bartender for the night, Fox, and with me as always is my regular Shane. How you doing tonight, man? I am doing all right. How are you? Not too bad. I was a little happier. You know, we got football back again, and then it just decided to be the worst <laughs> weekend on earth. <laughs> I think it might have broken the record for injuries in a week, non-COVID season or not. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm so, I, I'm happy to say I don't own any of the guys that went down in hardly any league. So I, I got out of it unscathed, but I know a lot of people had uh, Barkley as their, their first pick. So Yeah, I took a couple hits here and there, but luck, for the most part, I, I escaped. Um, had CMC in a couple, and that one really that one hurts. But the leagues that I do have him in, I have a pretty deep roster, so I'll hopefully be able to make up for it while he's out. Yeah, at least he's coming back, so yeah, there's that. Yeah. So tonight we drink for all those who lost. Yes. Those guys. So what are you drinking tonight? I am keeping it simple with a Michelob Ultra. Um, nice. My dad's dad, this was his beer of choice, and uh, um, so whenever I drink one, I drink one in honor of him. Nice. What about you? I'm going with the Stone 24th Anniversary. It's the Didgeridoom Double IPA. Nice. So I'm going with beer this week as well. Yes. Very cool. Um, where is that one brewed in? Uh, San Diego. So uh-huh. they're, they're just cool. down the road. So it's nice to be able to just hop in the car and it's right down the street. That's awesome. Um, and the one they have, the one they have down here is gorgeous. It's like a pretty much like this park in the back. You can uh-huh. play, um, I think they have a ping pong table. They've got, um, I think a few other games out there, cornhole. Yeah. And it's just like all turf. There's like a little pond and you, and you can just sit on these chairs all over and they'll come out and just bring you drinks. Beautiful. We yeah. got a couple of breweries like that here, um, nice. in, in Birmingham. Um, and one of them, I think moved from a place about an hour hour-ish north of here um, and moved to Birmingham. So I've been wanting to go there um, because they do have one of my favorite beers. It's a honey brown ale. Um, Yeah, that one's good. Um, I'm really upset though right now because one of my favorite beers is from another local brewery here. It is a white IPA. Um, So it's basically like they mixed an IPA with a blue moon or a shock top. Um, has some mm. nice orange hint flavors, and it's really freaking good. But I have not been able to find it in any of the stores near me. So I'm wondering if they've like stopped canning it, and they just are selling it at the brewery. Yeah, that's always a bummer when when something like that goes down. But yeah. if you if you like white, um, like a white IPA or like an ale like that, yeah, um, it's called Einstock. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, it's one of my favorite whites. I'm not a huge fan of them, but like that's one I can 
consistently drink. Yeah, I think I may have had their white actually. Um, I've had a couple by Einstock, um, so they're they're a good one. Absolutely. All right, you ready to get into it? Let's do it. Do you want to run down the uh, injuries first, or do you want to start with our top shelf and flat performances here? Let's do top shelf and flat, and we'll probably end up covering injuries throughout (laughs) (laughs) because there were so many. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I I think you can do a whole show just on injuries and the repercussions of all that in itself. For real. So, So... The, the first one I want to talk about for our top shelf performance is Dak Prescott. And yeah, buddy. I, he just continues to prove that Jerry made a mistake in not giving him his money. He should have paid him sooner. I agree. Yeah. I mean, o- o- over 400 yards, a touchdown, and then three rushing touchdowns on top of it. It was – Yeah. I'm glad I didn't watch most of the game and only got to see the end where everybody decided to just stand and watch the uh, <laughs> the onside kick like it was going to hurt him if it touched him. Okay, yeah. so we are streaming for our TV service now uh, hmm. off of YouTube TV. And yesterday our connection was so bad, I don't know why. But... The game got, well, call it ruined for me, but spoiled is probably a better word for it, um, with our astronauts group chat, because I saw us score the touchdown to put us down two, and when I say us, I mean the Cowboys, and yeah. then I didn't see, like, there was such a bad delay, I got a message in that group chat saying, oh my god, from one of our Falcons fans. And I was like, what happened? And nobody would tell me. And then I finally figured it out that we got the onside kick. I was ecstatic. Yeah, I was screaming in the living room, just almost in shock that the Falcons <laughs> weren't doing anything. Yeah. To where like I thought something was wrong. I was like, what are you doing? What are we doing? Yeah. And then just watching our guy just like walk pretty much walk up and just pick the ball up was just <laughs> the craziest thing on earth. And I figured with how things were going, it was going to just be, okay, cool. We got it back. And then we're going to fumble again or throw an interception here. But it was nice to see them come up clutch because going down 0-2, having to face the Seahawks next week is not the position I wanted to be in. No, because that's mm, probably a loss because they're looking freaking stout. Yeah. Um, So we will transition to that game. Um our next two top shelf performances are from that, and I'll do the next one with Cameron Newton. 30 completions out of 44 attempts, 397 yards, one passing touchdown, and then 11 carries for 47 yards and two rush touchdowns. Um, he's back and looks fantastic, and I love it. Yeah. Or Eagle. Um, so I'm, I'm toting that one because he's doing awesome. Um, so really proud of cam and and the work that he's put in um to to get to this point so and he's he's proving all the people that passed on in this offseason that they were dumb like there's yeah and 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 i will eat my words and i was one of them man i i thought he was washed up i didn't think this was going to be what we were going to see so especially with the passing Uh, I, i can see the rushing but the passing is what's impressed me so far 
See, so, I think uh, the rushing ability, the, like that it's still there, is what's so impressive to me. Because, I mean, he took the whole year off last year. Um, so, I mean, I guess that just gave him fresh legs. Apparently. And, uh, the, yeah, the passing has just been impressive. So, I, I'm, I'm rooting for him. But, yeah, I'll definitely admit that I did not see this coming. And I, I thought he was going to be washed up here to where I thought Stidham was going to take the job from him once he signed, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, and on the other side of the ball is Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Man is scorching the earth right now with his play. <laughs> My goodness. 21 for 28, 288 yards and five touchdowns. Uh, Definitely the front runner for me for MVP so far, and it doesn't look like there's signs of stopping. No, um, I think, and I don't know at what point it was, but I saw a tweet yesterday where it said he was on pace for 75 passing touchdowns. Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, dude is straight balling out right now. Yeah. So, um, Next, uh, we have Josh Allen, and I am eating all of my off-season hate words right now um, <laughs> by saying this. 24 of 35, 417 yards and four touchdowns. I can't remember what league that I have him in. It might be in the league that we co-own. Yep, in the league that we co-own him in, in the uh, Fantasy Football Listener League. He scored 47 points for us. And we still lost. Yeah, and we still lost because the other dude had Cam. And I was, I looked yeah. yesterday and I was like, oh, yeah, that's a win. And mm-hmm. then I checked uh, a couple hours ago. I was like, what the heck? How did we lose? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I had a, I had a listener reach out to me in that one and was like, how did you guys lose that? And I was like, we lost. And I had to go back and see it. And I was like, shit, Cam just absolutely smoked us yeah. thinking I'd be safe with putting in Josh Allen, but mm-hmm. such as fantasy. Yeah. But the next guy, Aaron Jones, putting up uh, huge numbers, 18 carries, 168 yards and two touchdowns, and then four receptions and another touchdown. I survived going against him because I had Dak. <laughs> and uh, Chubb helped me balance it out. But uh, Yeah. Every time he scored a touchdown and seeing just oh seventy five yard touchdown, I yeah was just like okay, I'm not going to survive this. But then Dak finally woke up and put on a show. So yes, sir. Yeah, I uh, I went against him in the league that I'm tanking in. Um, so it just made it look even worse. And the dude has Rodgers as his quarterback. Um, so I lost by a hundred in that one. Um, but. In my defense, my starting running backs are J.K. Dobbins, and this week was Tony Pollard. So, um, yeah, I'm I'm trying to get the number one pick and potentially the number two pick, um, but I need Rodgers and, and Jones to, to chill out. Seriously. <laughs> so, Chubb is next. Um, 22 carries, 124 yards, and two touchdowns, and his counterpart, Kareem Hunt, also had a very good di- uh, day in that game. Um and your boy started both of them in Scott Fishbowl. Um, nice. 
which makes up for one of our flat performances, which we'll cover here shortly. Um, Kirk Cousins scoring negative 19 points for me and Scott Fishbowl. Rough. Yeah, but I'm still going to pull out the win, I think. Yeah, I lost this week, and I went against Aaron Jones in that one, and it didn't work out. Yeah. Oh, yep, I did win officially. Nice. And then next we have Stefan Diggs with eight receptions, 153 yards, and a touchdown. And he's looking fantastic out there. And, I mean, every week he's going to be firing up. So yeah. good to see that that worked out for him. I don't know if you would count this as eating my words on that one too. I wasn't super high on Diggs from a dynasty standpoint because I don't like Josh Allen. Um but I, oddly enough, I was trying to take him in redraft and actually do have him in Scott Fishbowl too. Um, I don't know what I don't I, I don't even know how to justify that or explain that. But um, I just don't like him. I, he's too much of a diva for me, and don't think don't know how he's going to last long in Buffalo if Allen doesn't keep up at this accuracy that he's had. So um, that was my concern from a long-term standpoint. But redraft, I, I loved him. I was like, take him if you can get him at his price. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that makes sense to me. I, I agree. The diva side makes me a little nervous, especially with the inaccuracy sometimes of Allen. So no, I'm, I'm with you on that. Cool, 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 cool. Um, all right, just to move it along a bit. Um, I'm going to cover the two tight ends that we have on here with Tyler Higby and Mike Gesicki. Um, Higby had five receptions for 54 yards and three touchdowns. And then Gesicki um, started off slow in the game and then came on late, um, pr- probably basically in garbage time, and had ended up with eight receptions, 130 yards, and a touchdown. Um I'm cool with both of these. I wasn't necessarily someone that was touting Higby as uh, like top five candidate in um, in fantasy on the in the off season, but I did have him in his ridiculous run at the end of last year. Um, so I like him, um, and I think he's got the the potential to keep this up. So um, that's a really nice stat line. And then you and I both love Gasicki. Um, oh, absolutely! So it's good to see him actually have a good game. Um, yeah especially because there's the the mantra or train of thought that Chan Gailey doesn't use tight ends. So seeing him get this many receptions and this many yards um, is always a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. That made me nervous because I started him in a league and just watching just absolutely nothing happen. And all of a sudden he fired up. Mm-hmm. It was good to see. And I, I hope that's kind of what continues going forward because he's definitely got the talent, but it's just whether they're going to use him the right way or not. Yeah, for sure. All right. Moving on to the flat performances. You mentioned this one earlier. Uh-huh. Kirk Cousins. This one hurt. Yeah. Only 113 yards, no touchdowns, and three interceptions. In uh, redraft, he's done. You can drop him. I don't want any part of him at all. Seriously? None at all? No. I Just the last two games, it, I've never been a huge fan of Cousins, and yeah. I don't know. It's just it. it's a shit show, and I don't want any part of it. But that's fair. 
Um, I have him in Scott Fishbowl, like I mentioned, and he scored negative 19 points. And then I have him in our Astronauts Devi League, and he only scored negative one and a half points in that. Um, but yeah, I somehow overcame the, the negative 19, almost negative 20, um, and Scott Fishbowl to pull out the win. So, um, Next week, it'll be a tough decision for me um, to see if, if Anthony Lynn is just blowing smoke up our skirts um, with the news that if Tyrod is healthy, he's going to start, or if it's going to be Justin Herbert. Luckily for uh, me, I've got both on Scott Fishbowl roster. Yeah, I I don't see Tyrod playing next week, so I, I think you're safe with Herbert for at least one more week. And if he plays like he did uh, yesterday, I, I think he's going to be your full-time going forward. There's no way you can not keep him in the lineup with how Tyrod looked in the week one and how Herbert just came out on fire. You, you can't yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, I agree. So, um, let's do the running backs next. So we've got Todd Gurley with 21 carries for 61 yards and he didn't see any targets you have the notes on here that in redraft you can drop him i think that's a little bold can you explain that for us now i when i saw the signing i wasn't thrilled with todd Gurley. Uh, i see his talent but i've honestly never been a huge fan of his yeah um but just with how he's been utilized so far, and especially getting no passing work, mm-hmm. I mean, I think dropping him might be a little bit bold. But if you can, you can try and sell him. But yeah, if anybody tried to push him towards me, I, I wouldn't even look at the offer. Yeah, that's so, fair. So I mean, I think he's got maybe one more week to prove something. But they're just not using him like I think people expected and I just don't yeah I don't want him well with 21 carries I feel like that's a decent opportunity but only getting 61 yards on that's not enough. exactly yeah the the production is just not what it should be I think I don't know I, I just think he's I don't think he's done but yeah the change the change of scenery didn't work yeah so um yeah, and then this next one hurts a little bit Sony Michelle, uh-huh. seven carries, only 19 yards, and he's still the team in carries, wow. which is crazy. But, I mean, yeah, at this point in redraft, he he can be dropped. I um, actually – what league was that? I actually put, have a waiver claim in, and he's the person that I'm dropping. Yeah, I don't blame you. And, you know, I made a move to get him in Dynasty. I really thought that this could be his year, especially with um, – that Harris going on IR, mm-hmm. you know, I, I thought there would be a chance. And unfortunately white had to miss the game. And I would have thought that this would have done a little bit more for Sony, but it seems like they're a little happier to throw the ball instead. And yeah, I don't, I don't see that changing. And if they do run the ball, it's cam. Yeah, exactly. So, um, I can't argue with that at all. Um, just he i think he's done unfortunately so um next is david johnson 11 carries for 24 yards um if you read the fantasy football astronaut start sit article um we nailed this one 
um, we told you to sit him because he was facing, uh, well, I, for some reason, had in my head that the Texans were playing the Patriots. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> literally no idea why, but I told people to sit David Johnson and Will Fuller because I thought they were playing the Patriots. They were playing the Ravens, um, and my they still would have been on my sit list um, for basically the same reasons. Um, and so, yeah, David Johnson... 11 carries, 24 yards, doesn't surprise me with the defense he was going against. Um, and yeah. I think you should hold on to him still with what he did in week one. Um, he should be able to turn it around, not going against one of the better defenses. Yeah, for sure. To me, this was just Baltimore. And freaking Fuller, man. He's already pulled a hammy. I'm so yeah. upset. <laughs> <laughs> I want that dude to be healthy so bad because he's so good when he is. Well, I saw an injury list, and um... – I saw his name at the very bottom. I'm like, wait, he got hurt too? And I instantly just thought hamstring, but yeah, sure enough. It was. That it was. Uh, yeah. And then next is Naheem Hines, one reception, four yards, no carries. Uh, I think it's full Taylor time. And oh, yeah. I, I don't think you can drop Hines yet, uh, especially if you picked him up last week. Uh, the price you paid to have to just cut him right away is just too much. Yeah. Um, I and like it, to hold out hope, but I think Taylor's got the job locked down in every spot. Yeah, I think so too. Um, what I would say though is that Hines will still probably get some passing volume as the weeks go on. Um, so if you need a flex play, he's probably not a bad play, um, especially matchup dependent. So um, not a bad idea to keep him at least for that. Um, so then next we have your boy, <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Watkins. One catch, 11 yards. We tried to warn you people. Um now, he did get hurt, but he wasn't targeted until the fourth quarter. Um, so, yeah, there he goes, blowing it up in week one and laying you a big old egg in week two. So, and, I mean, that, that hit he took was brutal. I don't think he plays next week. So, I mean, you're safe to drop him and probably won't be picking him up again this season. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just to run through the last set here, do you want to choose another guy from this list that you think kind of had the the performance that scares you a little bit? Uh, not really a performance that scares me necessarily. Um, I'll, I'm going to toot my own horn again, though. Austin Hooper, two catches for 22 yards. They made him the highest paid tight end in football. Please, like, yes, the Browns won, and I'm super happy about that. And Baker didn't look like a pile of crap. Um, good. But I need some more Hooper involvement. Um, and I, I said in, in the start set article again, sit Austin Hooper. Um, I needed a, a prove it game and he didn't give it to me. So um, I, he might make it on the, the, the sit list again this week, if we're being honest. Um, yeah. I just I haven't been impressed with him in Cleveland so far, which is to me is somewhat surprising because Stefanski um, in Minnesota used two tight ends a lot. Now, obviously, that split the, the tight end workload, but they were both still somewhat relevant, and Hooper hadn't even been that yet. So I don't really yeah. know what's up and want to 
want, would like to see him have a game. So that's my kind of last flat performance to go over. Uh, are, are you dropping him in redraft? Uh, not yet. Okay. And that's probably yeah. just stubborn, but... Yeah, I mean, that that's fair. I, I would say you could drop him. Um, that might depend on your your team makeup and yeah. you know, who's on the waiver wire. Um, I, I like him cause the talents there, but yeah, like you said, he's got to prove it. So for me, he's a drop, but I don't blame you if you don't. Um, and then my guy is kind of the same thing. I'm not, I'm not super worried, uh, but it'd be Michael Gallup. Yep. You know, only just because lamb has seen more targets in the first two games than Gallup has. But, I have a soft spot for him in my heart. Yeah. And and I think he's he's just too good not to be involved in this offense. And I think once they kind of Dude, he made get clicking a little bit more. Yeah, that catch was insane. The, the, the dude's talented. He's gonna get his he's definitely gonna be a flex play from here on out, I think. Yeah. Um I was hoping he'd be that wide receiver too, but Yeah. Which is great because that means Lamb's doing fantastic as well. So yeah, yeah. I, I can't hate it. Um, but last one on here, Julio Jones, you worried? Not really. He did get hurt, I think. Um, but no, I'm not really worried about that. Um, you trying to sell him? You, you holding? Um, if I'm contending, I'm holding. Um, if I'm in the middle or not really sure, I'm probably selling. Okay. Maybe waiting a week to see if he does have another good, have a good week and then definitely sell him if you're not contending. For sure. That's fair. Um, and then real quick, uh, Eric Ebon, drop him. Yeah. Uh, uh Gronk, drop him. Oh Yeah. It's interesting that how that dynamic is flipped to me. Absolutely. I, I mean, you wouldn't even think he's on the field. Yeah. Strange. Um, so let's get into the main segment here, waivers. We got a yeah. lot of guys. Yes, we um, do. We can crank through them. I mean, there. <laughs> this list is insane. Yeah, <laughs> it really is. Um, so I'll, I'll go through them and you – Give me what uh, what you're doing with them. Okay. Uh, first off, and we kind of put these in priority. I think, again, it's going to depend on your team. Yeah, but sure. uh, these are the guys you're going to want to go after. Uh, first off is Mike Davis. His ownership, according to ESPN, is 0.8%. What are you doing with him? I am bidding, 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 bidding on him. Um I have him in Scott Fishbowl. I don't know when he actually took over for um, CMC, but in Scott Fishbowl scoring, he had 13 points um, on one carry and eight receptions. Um, yeah, I was say, he was pretty heavily involved in the pass game. Yeah, he had eight receptions for 74 yards. Um so I'm bidding on him. I think he's going to be the air quotes replacement um, while CMC is gone. Um, I'm not really scared of Reggie Bonifon. Um, like 
taking any carries from him really um obviously they'll probably use him to spell him here and there but yeah i'm bidding um i'm bidding 30 dollars at least on him um and free agent okay. bidding. uh wayne gallman 0.4 percent ownership is he somebody you're going for is he if i want a giants running back i think i'm gonna go Dion lewis um, so I'm passing on Gallman, um, and we'll kind of hit all three of these in, in one. So we've got yeah. Gallman, Devontae Freeman, and Deion Lewis. So I'm passing on Gallman. Um, I just, he just doesn't impress me. Um, then Devontae Freeman, I'm bidding 10 to $15 in fab on him um, and praying that he go, signs with the Giants. Now, another place that I've heard him rumored would be um, the 49ers, um, yeah. which makes sense because he's been with Shanahan before. Um, well, and as, uh, as our fellow astronaut Jay Moyer pointed out, that that would probably be a better opportunity just for the, the line and everything going Absolutely. on there. Yeah. Um, I, I would agree. That's probably the better landing spot, but I kind of hope he goes with the giants because I think that'll be his job the whole season. Whereas the Niners, Definitely. I mean, you're only, I think most are, going to be only out maybe a week or two. Yeah. And then they still I mean, have Paul, Derek. Paul, I'm not worried about, yeah. However much time he misses, but yeah, McKinnon's still there. Mm-hmm. Um, how much? Are you, how much did you say you were putting for Freeman? Ten to fifteen. Ten to fifteen. Yeah, I picked him up last week when I saw he was visiting the Eagles and have stashed him on a bench in nice. in one of the leagues I've started off two and zero oh in. So I was hoping oh, that boy. I can use him to sell to the Barkley owner. Yeah, for sure. So we'll see how that goes. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I I'd pass on Wayne Gallman. I, Dion Lewis, he he's not a back that can handle a full load. No, I don't think so either. But I'd I think he'll be involved in the passing work. Definitely. Um, I think he could still be a decent flex play, um, and that depends too if they do sign Freeman. If they don't, yeah. But isn't yeah, Lamar Miller he, still out there? Yeah, I, I was wondering about that too. If Miller would be an option. Um, because he got signed by the Patriots, but then didn't they? They cut did him? release him. Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, so yeah, I'd bid zero to five dollars on Dion Lewis, um, which probably sounds back backwards because you've got Dave, you've got Gallman and Lewis who are actually on the team. Um, but I just I, I think Freeman would would fit in there enough to at least make it his, like you said. Um, no, I'm with you. So, yeah, that's what I'm right. doing with that backfield. Okay, and speaking of the Niners, Jarek McKinnon, uh, he's at 19.1%. Um, what are you you doing with him? Bid $25 or more on him. Um, Absolutely. I have stashed him in a couple of leagues where I could um, because ever I feel like a lot of people forgot about him this offseason, and, like, I got him – super late in drafts um, because they, I mean, they do a running back by committee, but he's pretty freaking talented, um, especially when he's healthy and he looked good yesterday. So yeah, I'm bidding $25 at least on McKinnon to to get him. Okay. Uh, And sticking with the Niners, Jordan Reed, 6.7% looked great. 
uh, to me, as long as Kittle's out, I I would go get him. Yeah, I think, and and that's what I wrote down here on the show sheet is monitor the Kittle situation. I'm pretty sure I saw something that said Kittle was going to be back next week. Um, yeah. But even still, if the Niners are smart, maybe they limit Kittle a little bit and, and give Jordan Reed some touches since he did play so well. Um, I would probably go 10 to $15 on Reed as well. Um, if you have Kittle, then 15 to 20 Okay, so fair, fair. I uh, yeah, a freak. So it wouldn't surprise me yeah. if he comes back next week. And honestly, if he was a full go, I wouldn't be shocked. But yeah, yeah if they do limit him a little bit, I think Reed still is sneaky. You're playing the Jets, yeah, or the Giants. Sorry, the Giants. Give me that all day. Yeah, for sure. Uh, next is Daryl Henderson. He's a higher percentage here at forty four point six percent, but. Uh, I mean, he looked fantastic, and Akers went out with the ribs. Yep. I don't know if he's going to be back next week or what the deal is. A lot of what I saw on Twitter basically said that depending on what the actual injury was, it would probably be a week or two before Akers came back at a minimum, I think. Um, and a lot of that's going to be pain tolerance because um, it's something yeah. that he could technically play through. Um You've got on here that you don't want anything to do with this backfield on our show sheet, and I'm I kind of agree. Like, yeah. it's kind of turning into a 49ers light where it's a three plus headed monster, and you don't know who's going to get it. So, um, yeah. If you want to I mean, bid on Daryl Henderson, go ahead, throw five to ten dollars at him, but I'm not touching him personally. Yeah, I wouldn't either. And I, I'm I, if I have him, I've been trying to sell him to the acres owner or even to the Malcolm Brown owner. Yeah, for sure. I mean, he, he looked good. Um, but yeah, just, I mean, even McVeigh kind of said it would be a committee back situation. So I, I don't want it. Um, I'd rather let someone else deal with it and let them spend the money. Um, and then next is Michael Pittman jr. Um, Paris Campbell went down. They said it wasn't a tear but he's still out indefinitely. So, I mean, to me, he's the next man up. How much are you putting in on him? $15. Um, and if you are in a dynasty league, go get Michael Pittman Jr. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love this kid. I wrote about him in one of my articles in the off season. Um, and <laughs> said that, and this is a quote from the article, that if he can sharpen his route running skills like Keenan Allen or even Keenan Allen light, then Philip Rivers is going to make him his 13th child. Um, <laughs> so I really like this kid. He's six foot four. He's really athletic and fast. Um, and if he gets that route running sharp, which from what I saw, he he's pretty decent. Um, he's going to be good in that offense. Um, and for years to come. Yeah, and you know it's a bummer to see Campbell yeah. go down. He started off so well, mm-hmm. and he was one of my favorite receivers coming out last year. Oh, I know. And he just can't stay on the field, and it just it sucks. And I hated when they drafted Pittman because I kind of figured that it could eat away at him a little bit. And then I was like, no, it'll be fine because it'll be the Pittman Campbell show, and yeah. Hilton will age out, and it'll be all good. But yeah, if Campbell can't stay healthy, 
a- absolutely. I-, I would target Pittman anywhere I can. Yep, for sure. And uh, our boy Darius Darius Slayton is next. Um, I was actually shocked at how many people owned him. Yeah, um, kid's good, man. He's so good. Um, He's a fifth-round pick. He's from my favorite college football team in Auburn, Um, and I love him. Like he's go bid him on him if he's out there, twenty-five dollars or more. Um, Yeah. If you're doing fab, if not, put in a waiver claim on and get him on your team, because um, he's looking like he's going to be the number one. Um, yeah, Shep, Shepard went out with what they think is turf toe, so he's yep, gone at least a that. week, maybe two. He's seventy-eight percent owned, so maybe you're in one of those lucky leagues where he's sitting on the bench or sitting on the wire. Grab him. Yeah, he, he's probably my favorite guy out here if he's available to go yeah. get. Yeah. Um, even same with this next one, Keelan Cole, he's 1.9% owned. Um, and I saw, I think shark popped up with a chest injury. Did he really? That's why I think I saw that. Okay. And I mean, Cole looked great. Yeah. I didn't see much of that game, so I'm actually going to kind of lean on you for this one. Um, I don't know. That offense is just weird to me um yeah I, like we talked about last week i think gardner Minshew is going to be too good for them to tank um yep. and they've got some weapons um and james like james robinson looked good shark if he is healthy is good I, we love lavisca and if keelan cole can make himself a third option or even a a 2a um or 2b to to chenault um and they can kind of pair up while Chark is pot- potentially out, then, yeah, I could see him being a good pickup. Um, and he's only owned in 1.9% of leagues. So um, $10 in fab sound pretty good to you? Maybe I was gonna five? Say, yeah, I was going to say five, one, zero. I mean, I, I think he's going to be one you can probably sneak by with everyone else going for the other guys. Yeah. Um, if it was me, three for me would be honestly my max because gotcha. he's just a he's just somebody I want just in case. Um, I still think he's a wait and see, but just from just watching yesterday, he looked good. Um, and if, yeah, like you said, if he could be that third option, I mean this off this offense could be fun with with all these weapons they have, and yeah. it's. I think a little underrated and I think Minshew is yeah, too good to tank. And I think this could be just another weapon for him to look better. Absolutely. So I think it benefits him more than the fantasy world itself. Definitely. 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 Um, what are your thoughts on Joshua Kelly? Go 27.9% owned. Go get him. Uh, I, I'm shocked at his usage. 23 carries yesterday. Yeah. 23 carries. Go get Joshua Kelly. Um, Definitely. I am aboard to the hype train now. Um, $15 is what I'm bidding on him if he's available. Because right. um, th- especially in Dynasty, I think he's going to be worth it. Um, yeah. So, yeah. 
go get him. He's being used consistently. Um, and I think he's he's going to be a good asset for your team. He's, I mean, he's a solid flex play. With with that volume, he's going to give you a nice floor at a flex position. Absolutely. Um, Drew Sample, 0.1% owned. Yay or nay? I'm a nay. Um, I just don't see it, um, which is funny because I was kind of touting not really touting, but like if I could get CJ Azuma, um, I was getting him in, in late rounds of drafts in the off season. Um, cause I thought he was going to be a good, good fit there. Um, I'm just not sold on, on sample and think there's too many weapons around him to actually give him the opportunity. Um, and I'm hoping that they get Alden Tate involved more with, um, Uzoma out. Yeah. Um, Miles Gaskin. I I'm a I'm a fan, but he he seems to be the one that uh, is going to lead that backfield. But I don't want anything to do with that backfield. Yeah, uh, not much here. production coming out of it. But kind of wanted to put it on there to see what your thoughts were. He's not my favorite option. If he's there for you throw a bit at him last week i saw some ridiculous bids on him um like 67 dollars on a 200 dollars budget or something like that um wow. and i saw other stuff all over twitter where like it was shocking how much was spent on miles gaskin last week um and i just i wouldn't have done it i didn't do it um personally but that's just because of where my teams were with with all my leagues so um if you want him throw five bucks at him at this point i was gonna say he's more of a desperation bid at this point if you're hurting and yeah i I don't know if i'd even say a flyer but yeah if you need somebody to fill a spot um yeah for sure nick mullins if jimmy g ends up missing next week Everything I've seen says Jimmy G is fine. Um, the only concern that I have is Jimmy G's been previously hurt um, and knocked out for the entire season with that season-ending injury he had a couple years ago. Um, so if you've got Jimmy G, maybe go through a zero bid at him in a super flex yeah. league just to have him. Because um, he's been serviceable when he's been the starter. Um, but I'm not going out and busting any significant amount of fab on him yeah for sure um but would you with jeff driscoll yes because the dude has looked good um yeah he came in and did great so uh now i'm not throwing a a buttload of money at him um i'd say in a super flex league uh, probably 25 um just because of how valuable quarterbacks are. Um, right. And Locke is set to miss two to six sometime. weeks. Yeah. yeah. At least and, two weeks. So, and I've got to say, I'm expecting it to be at least three or four. I don't, I don't think yeah. the two is going to be where he lands. Uh, I, I don't either, unfortunately. So um, what I put on the show sheet was if you have Locke, go get this guy. If you don't have Locke, go get this guy. Cause he's at least going <laughs> to give you, um, if you've, 
got any room for a starter um, in a super flex league, he's going to be a good, good option, I think. Um, Agreed. Which is funny because I didn't think he was that good coming out of out of college as a quarterback. So, um, but yeah, I, I'd go okay. get him just because he's yeah, and, he's doing really well. Yeah, and that ties us into our next one is KJ Hamler. Um, what are you doing with him? Go get this guy, especially if you're in dynasty. Um, I think he had I can't remember if it was eight targets or eight receptions. Um, but they all came once Driscoll came into the game. Um, so they've obviously got some kind of connection. Go get him. Um, and he also had a carry. I think it was eight eight targets and a carry. Um, and, um, yeah, I'm going to get this guy if he's available in a dynasty league. Um, I liked him a lot in the offseason. He's small, but he is fast and versatile um, for that size. So I like him. Go get him. Um bid anywhere from five to 15 fab depend read read your room um in your league and and kind of know that um especially like you've got a week of of bidding now um you know who's gonna throw ridiculous amounts of money at people um and who's not so if you can go get kj hamler go get him yeah i mean he's only owned in 1.1 percent of leagues so he's out there everywhere um more so if you're the sutton owner or doesn't matter for you for sure. So um, that'll be an interesting pair of, of Judy and Hamler. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, I kind of like that. Uh, yeah, me too. Ter- terrible because I love Sutton, but, um, you know, I, I was excited for Hamler when he went there. I mean, a little bit crowded, but dude's talented. So I'm, I'm curious to see what's going to happen. Definitely. Definitely. Um, and we can run through the last couple here pretty quick. Uh, Dalton yeah. Schultz, 1% owned. What are you doing with him? I'm throwing a low-end bid at him, so 0 to $5. Um, okay. He impressed me enough this week to at least earn that. Minus the fumble, I agree. Yeah. Um, I and, You know, I, I wasn't impressed with him when he came in to take over after Jarwin went down, but I kind of chalked some of that up to nerves. Yeah, for um, sure. Looked much better this week. Uh, he could be a sneaky play. Um, Definitely. Darwin Thompson, 0.4% owned. I don't know if Damian Williams is going to be out too long. He uh, opted out. Uh, it's not who I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean Daryl Williams? I did. <laughs> gotcha. Um, D Williams, yeah. you know, it's, it's habit. Yeah. Well, that's it's funny, you know. That actually leads us into something. So I'm glad you made that screw up. Um, <laughs> we'll we'll capitalize on that later. Don't don't you worry. <laughs> um, but Darwin Thompson is who we were going to chat about. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of mad on him. I he'd probably be a, a zero bit for me if you want to go after him. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I would agree. I. I think he's talented, but I, I think C, um, CH has got that role locked up. I mean, he didn't play particularly great. Um, but that Chargers D-line is nasty. Yeah. Nasty. That was more of the game. Took so, that away from them. I mean, yeah, I think all so. of, the whole Chiefs offense kind of looked pretty bad for 
the first half of that game. Yeah, I agree. Um, okay, Marquez Valdez, Valdez Scantling. What are you doing with him? I am bidding on him. Um, he was our one of our or he was my beer goggles for last week. Um, and I told you guys I wanted him to prove it. He got seven targets. Now he only caught three of those, but he had seven targets. Um, so I feel like that shows that Rogers trusts him enough now to keep him involved. So I'm bidding five to ten dollars on him. Okay. Yeah, he's only seventeen percent owned. Um, I don't think Adams is going to miss time, but. It could be a limited type of situation, so yeah, yeah I'm, I'm all for I'm all for this one. Cool. Uh, Mo Alley Cox, 0.8 percent owned. Throw a zero bid at him. Um, yeah, it it can't hurt. Um, I've stashed I've had him in different leagues and stashed him and cut him and whatnot because it's like he gets hype in the off season and then doesn't do anything and then he has a great week this week and I'm like okay is he finally getting in? Um, so yeah, I'd throw a zero bit at him, um, especially in like your home leagues and stuff because people probably aren't paying that much attention. Um, For sure. So yeah, I'd throw a zero bit at at Mo Alley Cox. And that's another one that as long as Jack Doyle's out. Yeah. Kind of situation. Um, Corey Davis, 35% owned. If AJ Brown continues to miss, I'm all for it. Um, For sure. Davis is good. Yep. 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 Maybe he gets that fifth year breakout. (laughs) I mean, I'm, I'm kind of all for it. Even if Brown comes back, Um, I think he's proven that just in these two weeks that he's got something left. So I I think they're going to continue to use him. Yeah, definitely. Um, I agree. So I'd throw 15 at Corey Davis if he's available, and he's only rostered in 35.6 um, yeah. ESPN leagues, so that's not a bad play. All right, last two here. Justin Herbert, you picking him up at 1.7% owned. Um, yes. Okay. Um, are, you, are you with me on the fact that you think he'll be the starter – if he here on out, I don't know about here on out, um, but I would say within the next two to three weeks for sure he's starting. Okay, with how I mean, good you're, you're, looked, yeah, yeah, I think he's going to be starting in the next two to three weeks, no question about it. So go pick him up, um, throw fifteen fab dollars at him, and and be happy. I think. And super flex, are you putting a little more down, or is that where you're riding it? No I think what? I think I'm riding it at 15, no matter what. Um, okay. If it's a more seasoned league, then I may go 20 um, to 25, but it's, I think I think 15's the number. Yeah, he looked good. Yep. Minus, minus his interception when he should have just ran for the first Dude. down. <laughs> Rookie mistake, but I was impressed. I, that's the part of me. That's the problem is I'm torn because I didn't like, I don't didn't like him coming out. Um, didn't understand the hype. He's just like prototypical size and, and arm strength or whatnot. But I don't think he's got it between the ears when it comes to decision-making. And that play right there was just like, you're painting the Shane picture perfectly for me, Justin Herbert. Thank you very much because he literally had to run Two yards untouched for a first down, and instead oh, chunks it down the field. Been, yeah, and I think he could have at least gotten 
probably 10 more yards on that play too. I mean, he yeah. had a wide open field in front of him. And yeah. I, yeah. I did not get that one. So um, aside from how he looked, I'm saying proceed with caution, but that's just because of my analysis of him. Um, yeah, but, that's fair. But that's I'm, I'm a little bit more of a fan, I think, than you are. But, yeah. um, you know, I – I agree. It's still, he's a rookie. It's, you know, not full systems go yet. So yeah, it's kind of buyer beware. Yeah, I agree. Cool. And then the last guy on our list here is Traquan Smith. Um, had a decent night tonight. And I, are you throwing anything at him and just waiting to see what the Michael Thomas news is? I feel like I saw Thomas was going to be out two to four weeks. Um, I'd be cool throwing like five bucks at him, five to 10, maybe, um, just to see if you can get him. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're recording this while the Monday night game's on. So last I saw Sanders hadn't done anything and it seems that Smith is the one that's got the connection with breeze. Um, I've liked him with what little we've seen, but, um, I think he'd be a guy I'd throw maybe five, ten at the most. Yeah, for sure. Cool. All right. Now we're moving on to our shot of the week. Who is uh, who's your shot here? So I've got two for you. Um, one of them I picked up through the the Twitterverse. Really, both of them I picked up through the Twitterverse. Um, but they are Khalif Raymond, wide receiver for the Tennessee Titans. Um, he just seems like a, a good athlete and someone that you can take a flyer on and he might end up getting a role, um, especially with Brown being out. Um, and then the other one, and this is what I was talking about earlier, is Mike <laughs> yeah, Thomas. That now. <laughs> Not that Mike Thomas, but Mike Thomas for the Cincinnati Bengals. And the reason I think you should go and stash him um, – is because he's looked really good and had a connection with yeah, Burrow. Um, and there's a there's a part of me that's speculating that I don't know how, like if, the, the Bengals are bad, plain and yeah. simple. And I don't see how long A.J. Green's going to be there. So go pick up Mike Thomas um, for five bucks maybe. Um, yeah and see what you can do. I actually, since we're in the middle of recording this and this waiver is going to process, I can say this in my home dynasty league. I have a claim for him where I am dropping CJ Zoma and bidding $5. Nice. And I mean, it seems like they hate on Tate now. So yeah, uh, that one hurts. Mike Thomas would honestly be my, my choice there too. Um, but yeah, I was going to say both these guys definitely dynasty if if these guys are out there, go get them. Yeah. Um, you're, you know, you got deep enough benches. Uh, but yeah, I, I would especially go after Mike Thomas here. For sure. And then maybe try and trade him to somebody who thinks it is Michael Thomas. <laughs> you know, um, someone like me who will just mistake the name and be like, oh yeah, I'm getting Mike Thomas here. Or <laughs> Sure, I'm getting M. Thomas. Let's go. You want that? Okay, you can have him. And then you realize it's Mike Thomas for the Bengals. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, no, those are solid, and you know, I, I definitely think those are guys under the radar. Um, but no, Mike Thomas looked good, and, and yeah. I agree. I think he's got that connection with Burrow. Um, I think to me, it looks like they're trying to make AJ Green work, and it's just not working. So I kind of had this thought the other, like yesterday or the day before. I'm wondering if they're pepper and AJ Green with targets to make him seem more valuable so then they can actually get something for him in a trade. Wouldn't surprise me. Um, I, I'm on, I, I lean more on your side there that uh, I don't think he's in town much longer. Yeah. And, you know, get the capital that you can get from him and just move on. For sure. So, so. that, um, that wraps up this week's episode. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter at Fantasy Nightcap. And you can follow each of us, um, Shane, at FFShaneB. And you can follow me at CarbonFox underscore FF.